Welcome to Positive Minds Only Podcast. This is your host, Ken Kenneth McKinney, and we back with another episode. Today is part two of The Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. I know it's been a few weeks since I did the first episode. I mean, it's the first dialogue, basically, but we're just going to continue where we left out. And hope you guys enjoy it. Once again, like I said, this is Earl Nightingale's The Strangest Secret. And if you want to check this video out on YouTube, just type in The Strangest Secret and it will pop up. He'll pop up. There's also an audio book you can check out as well. Unfortunately, he's not here with us today. So, like, this is just some of his work that he's left behind. So, let's get back into this uh, Strangest Secret by Earl Nightingale. William Shakespeare put it this way, Our doubts are traitors and make us lose the good we oft might win by fearing to attempt. George Bernard Shaw said, People are always blaming their circumstances for what they are. I don't believe in circumstances. The people who get on in this world are the people who get up and look for the circumstances they want, and if they can't find them, make them. Well, that's pretty apparent, isn't it? And every person who discovered this for a while believed that he was the first one to work it out. We become what we think about. Now, it stands to reason that a person who's thinking about a concrete and worthwhile goal is going to reach it, because that's what he's thinking about, and we become what we think about. Conversely, the man who has no goal, who doesn't know where he's going, and whose thoughts must therefore be thoughts of confusion and anxiety and fear and worry, becomes what he thinks about. His life becomes one of frustration and fear and anxiety and worry, and if he thinks about nothing, he becomes nothing. Now, how does it work? Why do we become what we think about? Well, I'll tell you how it works, as far as we know. Now, to do this, I want to tell you about a situation that parallels the human mind. Suppose a farmer has some land, and it's good fertile land. Now, the land gives the farmer a choice. He may plant in that land whatever he chooses. The land doesn't care. It's up to the farmer to make the decision. Now, remember, we're comparing the human mind with the land because the mind, like the land, doesn't care what you plant in it. It will return what you plant, but it doesn't care what you plant. Now let's say that the farmer has two seeds in his hand. One is a seed of corn, the other is nightshade, a deadly poison. He digs two little holes in the earth and he plants both seeds, one corn, the other nightshade. He covers up the holes, waters, and takes care of the land, and what will happen? Invariably, the land will return what's planted. As it's written in the Bible, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. Now remember, the land doesn't care. It'll return poison in just as wonderful abundance as it will corn. So up come the two plants, one corn, One poison. Now, the human mind is far more fertile, far more incredible and mysterious than the land, but it works the same way. It doesn't care what we plant. Success? Failure. A concrete, worthwhile goal? Or confusion? Misunderstanding? Fear? Anxiety? And so on. But what we plant, it must return to us. You see, the human mind is the last great unexplored continent on earth. It contains riches beyond our wildest dreams. It will return anything we want to plant. Now, you might say, well, if that's true, why don't people use their minds more? Well, I think they figured out an answer to that one, too. Our mind comes as standard equipment at birth. It's free, and things that are given to us for nothing, we place little value on. Things that we pay money for, we value. Now, it was a few things he said in this this first part of this conversation, and it's about how you can plant whatever it is in your mind, whether it's good or bad, it's going to manifest back into your reality. And when I first heard that, I had learned about the law of attraction already, so I knew like about setting goals and I knew about uh, thinking positive. 
but I never took into consideration all the negative thoughts that was in my head and that I always just let uh, go and and no, not truly let go. It was thoughts that negative thoughts that I would just overthink on, and I had to realize once I heard this, like it's the negative thoughts that's manifesting more negative into my reality. So I need to be very specific in everything that I'm thinking. So, uh, and another thing he said, uh, why people don't use their mind. And like you said, it's because it's free and we place value on material things. We place value on uh, basically uh, clothes, shoes, cars, house, uh, the things that we think we need to obtain in life to be successful. So we never really take into consideration the most powerful gift that we have, and that is our mind. And when you don't fix and you don't uh, work on your mindset, you're bound to manifest a whole lot of negativity in your life because that's what this world is presenting to us. When you look on the news every day, it's something negative. If you look on social media, there's negativity. If you look on the internet, YouTube, it's all negative. And you wonder why? It's because the things that's in your mind, it's, that's what you're manifesting into your reality. When I look on social media, of course I'm going to see the negativity because it's everywhere, but I mostly see motivational quotes. I mostly see spiritual uh, quotes, spiritual people who I come across on my social media, on my YouTube. But that's because I had to fix my mindset. When it wasn't like that, you can. My I used to always think about uh, lust. I used to always think about sex. I used to always think about women, and that's what I manifested into my my life. And it never benefited me because I knew. Uh, that wasn't the best. I like. I mean, at the time, I didn't think of this. At the time, I was just living life. But it was at that point in time where I realized, oh, I need to control my I, my life. Is so messed up. Is for one, I don't set goals. I don't have no type of plan for my life. I just been living life on autopilot, basically. And for two, I need to control every everything that I'm thinking. Oh, I need to monitor everything that I think because. I've been going down the wrong path for so long and now it's time for me to get right. So negative thoughts is going to always pop up in your head. Like you're going to always see that because like I said, that's the world we live in. But you need to monitor what you're thinking. You need to basically uh, every time a negative thought comes in your head, check yourself. Stop yourself from thinking that way. So uh, let's get back to Earl Nightingale's The Stranger Secret. The paradox is that exactly the reverse is true. Everything that's really worthwhile in life came to us free. Our minds, our souls, our bodies, our hopes, our dreams, our ambitions, our intelligence, our love of family and children and friends and country, all these priceless possessions are free. But the things that cost us money are actually very cheap and can be replaced at any time. A good man can be completely wiped out and make another fortune. He can do that several times. Even if our home burns down, we can rebuild it. But the things we got for nothing, we can never replace. The human mind isn't used because we take it for granted. Familiarity breeds contempt. It can do any kind of job we assign to it, but generally speaking, we use it for little jobs instead of big important ones. Universities have proved that most of us are operating on about 10% or less of our abilities. So decide now, what is it you want? Plant your goal in your mind. It's the most important decision you ever make in your entire life. What is it you want? Do you want to be an outstanding salesman? 
a better worker at your particular job? Do you want to go places in your company, in your community? Do you want to get rich? All you've got to do is plant that seed in your mind, care for it, work steadily toward your goal, and it will become a reality. It not only will, there's no way that it cannot. You see, that's a law, like the laws of Sir Isaac Newton, the laws of gravity. If you get on top of a building and jump off, you'll always go down. You'll never go up, and it's the same with all the other laws of nature. They always work. They're inflexible. Think about your goal in a relaxed, positive way. Picture yourself in your mind's eye as having already achieved this goal. See yourself doing the things you will be doing when you've reached your goal. Ours has been called the phenobarbital age, the age of ulcers and nervous breakdowns and tranquilizers, at a time when medical research has raised us to a new plateau of good health and longevity. Far too many of us worry ourselves into an early grave, trying to cope with things in our own little personal ways, without learning a few great laws that will take care of everything for us. These things we bring on ourselves through our habitual way of thinking. Every one of us is the sum total of his own thoughts. He is where he is, because that's exactly where he really wants to be, whether he'll admit that or not. Each of us must live off the fruit of his thoughts in the future, because what you think today and tomorrow, next month and next year, will mold your life and determine your future. You're guided by your mind. I remember one time I was driving through eastern Arizona and I saw one of those giant earth-moving machines roaring along the road at about 35 miles an hour with what looked like 30 tons of dirt in it. A tremendous, incredible machine. And there was a little man perched way up on top with the wheel in his hands guiding it. And as I drove along, I was struck by the similarity of that machine to the human mind. Just suppose you're sitting at the controls of such a vast source of energy. Are you going to sit back and fold your arms and let it run itself into a ditch? Or are you going to keep both hands firmly on the wheel and control and direct this power to a specific, worthwhile purpose? It's up to you. You're in the driver's seat. You see, the very law that gives us success is a two-edged sword. We must control our thinking. The same rule that can lead a man to a life of success, wealth, happiness, and all the things he ever dreamed of for himself and his family. That very same law can lead him into the gutter. It's all in how he uses it, for good or for bad. This is the strangest secret in the world. I want to touch on, like, planting seeds and, like, the thoughts. And like he said, like, if you plant the seed or the goal to do something and you focus on it and you work towards it, you're going to manifest it. You're going to get to your goals, no matter how big it is. It may not happen overnight. But if you continue to work towards your goals every single day, if you keep your goals in front of you every single day, you will be able to accomplish whatever it is that you set, I mean, that you write down. And like he said, every man is the sum total of his thoughts. So when I look at people and I look at how they go through life, it makes me wonder, what do they be thinking about all day? And I actually don't have to think because... They put it out there to see and it's not for me to judge but to understand that's because they're thinking it's it's off it's off balance and I was that way for a long time in my life I didn't control my thoughts I didn't control my thinking I would set goals here and there but I would do that probably once a year no not even once a year I was on deployments most of the time so I would set goals during my deployment uh, but after that, I stopped setting goals and I never thought about my negative thoughts as what control, I mean, manifested into my reality, but 
I just knew that because I would always think like every time I think something, it happens. But I never put two and two together to control my thoughts. I just let my thoughts run. And it was just like how he said, the small man in the truck, that man got his hands on the stairwell because if he let go, that truck can, can take out anybody. It can take out him uh, and hundreds of other people. And it made me realize when I was a truck driver, only for three months, but I would have a hard time staying awake and they had me driving at nights. So it was sometimes where I was dozing off on a road and that was another sign like I, trucking was not for me because if I had to let those that steering wheel go or if I had to fell asleep on that road, uh, it could have been that, uh, it could have been in, ending for me and a whole bunch of other people, but your thoughts mold your life. Every time you think something, every single thought that comes in your mind is going to manifest into reality, good or bad, everything. So my whole thing is control your thoughts. And it ain't, ain't even my whole thing. Like I said, I learned this from Earl Nightingale and this was created in the 1950s. So I'm grateful to even come across this video because it wasn't like somebody told me, hey, go check out Earl Nightingale. It was Hmm, I want to learn more about the law of attraction. Why am I not manifesting everything that I want? Like I was was crazy. I was manifesting my goals. I was accomplishing my goals, but I wanted bigger goals. And I wanted to know like why was I getting held back in my own life? And it was because it was my thoughts, it was my thinking, how I thought about myself that was holding me back. And it didn't happen overnight, but I listened to this video. I mean, I listened to this uh this lecture every single day for 30 days and it changed my life it changed my way of thinking i had to make it a habit to think positive because i was already programmed to think negative so i don't know who uh needs to hear this or who's listening at the present moment but control your thinking control your thoughts because you can have anything you want if you set the goal you believe it you you can achieve it I'm proven like I know that for a fact. Yes, I haven't uh, reached all my goals because I said I shoot high. I aim for the moon. So I man managed to accomplish over half my goals. And those are like the ones that are not so high. But like even the ones that I don't accomplish, I'm still going towards them. Like I'm still working just because I don't accomplish it within the time span I want. That don't mean I'm going to give up. No, I got to keep pressing forward because I know I'm going to achieve my goals. I know I'm going to be able to manifest whatever it is that I want. There's nobody who can stop me. There's nobody who can tell me to uh, think different. Like there's nobody who can truly influence me to uh, be any other way besides the way I am because I understand the power of your mind. And like he said earlier, most people operate under less than 10 percent of using they uh their mind and that's 99 percent i'm not gonna say 99 percent of the people are alive but that's probably 99 percent of the people that I've, I've come across like they don't control their thinking they don't they're not positive thinking individuals and like i said it's not for me to judge it's for me to understand and it's for me to let other people know who's coming behind me you can't don't don't judge everybody because they on their journey too. They just haven't figured it out. 
They just haven't came across the information that can help turn their life around. And my job is to help bring this information to you. I would be selfish not to let people, uh, to give people this information about Earl Nightingale and Stranger's Secret. I would be selfish to keep this information to myself because this is the true secret to life. If you control your thinking, you can you control your world. So let's get back into um, this video, well, not truly the video, but this audio. Now, why do I say it's strange and why do I call it a secret? Actually, it isn't a secret at all. It was first promulgated by some of the earliest wise men and it appears again and again throughout the Bible, but very few people have learned it, understand it. That's why it's strange, and why for some equally strange reason it virtually remains a secret. I believe that you could go out and walk down the main street of your town and ask one man after another what the secret of success is, and you probably wouldn't run into one man in a month who could tell you. Now this information is enormously valuable to us if we really understand it and apply it. It's valuable to us not only for our own lives, but the lives of those around us, our families, employees, associates, and friends. Life should be an exciting adventure. It should never be a bore. A man should live fully, be alive. He should be glad to get out of bed in the morning. He should be doing a job he likes to do because he does it well. One time I heard Grove Patterson, the great late editor-in-chief of the Toledo Daily Blade, make a speech. And as he concluded his speech, he said something I've never forgotten. He said, My years in the newspaper business have convinced me of several things. Among them, that people are basically good and that we came from someplace, and we're going someplace. So we should make our time here an exciting adventure. The architect of the universe didn't build a stairway leading nowhere. And the greatest teacher of all, the carpenter from the plains of Galilee, gave us the secret time and time again. As ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. I've explained the strangest secret in the world and how it works. Now, on this side, I want to explain how you can prove to yourself the enormous returns possible in your own life by putting this secret to a practical test. I want you to make a test that will last 30 days. It isn't going to be easy, but if you'll give it a good try, it will completely change your life for the better. Now, back in the 17th century, Sir Isaac Newton, the English mathematician and natural philosopher, gave us some natural laws of physics which apply as much to human beings as they do to the movement of bodies in the universe. And one of these laws is that for every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Simply stated, as it applies to you and me, it means we can achieve nothing without paying the price. The results of your 30-day experiment will be in direct proportion to the effort you put forth. To be a doctor, you must pay the price of long years of difficult study. To be successful in selling, and remember that each of us succeeds to the extent of his ability to sell, Selling our families on our ideas, selling education in schools, selling our children on the advantages of living the good and honest life, selling our associates and employees on the importance of being exceptional people, to, of course, the profession of selling itself. But to be successful in selling our way to the good life, we must be willing to pay the price. Now, what is that price? Well, it's many things. First, it's understanding emotionally, as well as intellectually, that we literally become what we think about, that we must control our thoughts if we're to control our lives. It's understanding fully that, as ye sow, so shall ye reap. Second, it's cutting away all fetters from the mind and permitting it to soar as it was divinely designed to do. It's the realization that your limitations are self-imposed and that the opportunities for you today are enormous beyond belief. 
It's rising above narrow-minded pettiness and prejudice. And third, it's using all your courage to force yourself to think positively on your own problem, to set a definite and clearly defined goal for yourself, to let your marvelous mind think about your goal from all possible angles, to let your imagination speculate freely upon many different possible solutions, to refuse to believe that there are any circumstances sufficiently strong to defeat you in the accomplishment of your purpose, to act promptly and decisively when your course is clear, and to keep constantly aware of the fact that you are at this moment standing in the middle of your own acres of diamonds, as Russell Conwell used to point out. And fourth, save at least 10% of every dollar you earn. It's also remembering that no matter what your present job, it has enormous possibilities if you're willing to pay the price. Now let's just go over the important points in the price each of us must pay to achieve the wonderful life that can be ours. It is, of course, worth any price. One, you will become what you think about. Two, remember the word imagination and let your mind begin to soar. Three, courage. Concentrate on your goal every day. Four, save 10% of what you earn. And five, action. Ideas are worthless unless we act on them. Now, I'll try to outline the 30-day test I want you to make. Keep in mind that you have nothing to lose by making this test and everything you could possibly want to gain. There are two things that may be said of everyone. Each of us wants something, and each of us is afraid of something. I want you to write on a card what it is you want more than anything else. It may be more money. Perhaps you'd like to double your income or make a specific amount of money. It may be a beautiful home. It may be success at your job. It may be a particular position in life. It could be a more harmonious family. Each of us wants something. Now write down on your card specifically what it is you want. Make sure it's a single goal and clearly defined. You needn't show it to anyone, but carry it with you so that you can look at it several times a day. Think about it in a cheerful, relaxed, positive way each morning when you get up. And immediately you have something to work for, something to get out of bed for, something to live for. Look at it every chance you get during the day and just before going to bed at night. And as you look at it, remember that you must become what you think about. And since you're thinking about your goal, you realize that soon it will be yours. In fact, it's yours really the moment you write it down and begin to think about it. Now, I'm not a religious person, but I did grow up in a Christian household, so I was accustomed to reading the Bible a lot. And one of the, the things he had mentioned was, as ye believe, so shall it be done unto you. And that struck with me because I always knew that. Like, I always believed that, but I never set goals. I never believed that I could have anything. I never believed I could achieve uh, my highest goals. And I always thought that I would fail and I never gave it a try until I listened to this this audio. And what's crazy is until even up until this day and I've been listening to this for three years now, I still haven't managed to just only set one goal for myself. I think that's why it takes me so long to accomplish the things that I set out for myself because it's always a bunch of things that I'm focused on. So my whole thing is I need to start focusing on one particular goal and maybe that's how I'll achieve them a lot quicker, but that's just me and my journey. Like I said, I've been doing this for three years now, so everything has still been working out in my favor. It's just a mind thing for me. It's just me not being patient and that's another thing that I work in also like I said if you read the Bible you should know as ye believe so shall it be done unto you 
and be willing to pay the price. Like I had to be willing to pay the price to understand like my goals may not come when I want. So I might, and I may have to put in some work. I may have to do uh, some things that I'm not comfortable doing. Like me, before I listened to this audio, I never was a speaking person. I always would keep to myself. But eventually it involved me to being comfortable enough to start my own podcast and give my own information. And that was one of the blessings of my life turning around by listening to this audio. And like he said, ideas are worthless unless you act upon them. And for the longest time, I mean, in the beginning, I would set goals, but I truly wasn't acting acting upon them. I was just like uh, setting goals for myself. I just knew what I wanted, but my energy wouldn't allow me to go after everything that I wanted. So now I'm able to like set goals and then like focus on what I want to accomplish in this time period and that in that time period. So I have I I'm find balance within my own life, but. Like I said, I, I think I'm going to try like, to set one goal for one month and uh, try to accomplish it that way because this whole time I got one year goals, five year goals, 10 year goals, and they each got like at least 10 things on each list uh, of my goals. So like I said, my mind is always everywhere. I'm always focused on different things and I'm always trying new things because that's what my mind is like. I, that's what I created for myself. Before I listened to the Earl Nightingale Stranger's Secret, I wasn't this type of person. I wasn't. I would come up with ideas, and I'd be like, "Oh, that's a great idea," but I would never act on them. And then I would see somebody else do that same thing. So I'm like, "Well, I guess it wasn't meant for me." But that was just because I wasn't putting that action. I wasn't doing the work. And a lot of times when that happened, that's because we are all on under one collective mind. Mind. So if I don't want uh, do something somebody else will do it like that's how spirit is like just because I'm not doing a certain thing don't mean like somebody else ain't doing it so my whole thing is to give y'all the game give y'all the information that I received that that worked for me and I know it worked for you because me I was on a whole wrong path like I was going the wrong way like you know I always tell people even though I was a good guy I had my my I had my deceitful things about me like I know I'm a Pisces and I was an undeveloped Pisces for the longest so that was like I was truly not I mean I ain't gonna say I wasn't a good person but when I compare myself to today I'm like man I did a whole 180 and I'm thankful I'm grateful I did but thank you for uh, tuning in uh, there will be a part three uh, maybe even a part four depending on the timing of uh the audio and when I do it but thank you guys for tuning in if like if you have anything you want to uh, say make sure you DM me make sure you hit me up on social media Instagram at I am Kenneth L Facebook positive at positive minds only uh, or just email me uh, my e- email is on uh, Instagram I need to learn to stop saying uh because I'm hearing myself say it a lot now, so I'm like, I need to be way more conscious of my speaking. Because I'm tired, and I'm not one of them people that's going to do the edit and edit out all of this. I like to put it out how I've done it. And me, I know I'm going to eventually learn to tone that down or stop saying that because 
it was a point in time where I was cussing every single episode. Every almost every word you heard was a cuss word, and now I've toned that down. So it's just a matter of time. I think that's going to be a goal for me to stop or uh, well, to clean up my speaking, basically, because I don't want to be one of those people who can't communicate clearly when I'm in the front of millions of people or thousands of people or whatever the case may be. I want to be uh, put together basically but that's just a goal for me and everybody who's listening who's tuning in write down one goal for yourself look at it every single day for every week like he said when you wake up look at that goal focus on that goal all day and then you thing is don't set it too high like don't ask don't set your goal to make a million dollars in a year if you've never made a hundred thousand dollars a year that was one of my mistakes <laughs> but like start maybe like start at 10,000 or if it's about love like start be very specific in what you want in love so let's just say and I'm not looking for nobody out there but let's just say a, a woman if you're looking for a man you met, better make sure you say everything you do want and make sure you don't you, you make it known what you don't want because the universe they'll give you exactly what you asked for and it'll be also what you didn't expect uh, but that's another uh, conversation but like I said thank you guys for tuning in and those that's always that donates to the channel thank you thank you everybody who, who donates in any particular way whether it's through money whether it's through liking the comp liking sharing anything I appreciate everyone I love everybody thank you guys for tuning in we out